So last week we said that there was going to be a school board meeting on Thursday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day. And that did go down. And we have back with us Miss Karen, who spoke at this meeting to maybe walk us through some things she wants to talk about that, uh, well, hi, Karen. Welcome back. The floor is yours. You are free to discuss whatever you want. Oh, okay. Well, hi. Uh, it's good to be back, I suppose. So, <laughs> She's suppose. not sure about it. <laughs> so, yes, St. Patrick's Day is when they held the meeting. A um, little ironic there, but they still have the metal detectors when you walk through. They still have about 25 to 30 cops there. That's because you you're a terrorist. Oh, yeah. I mean... The granddaughter, <laughs> daughter, and and wife of veterans from different parts of the army, military services of Navy, and so on. But yeah, terrorists. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Sounds like you're a dangerous sounds, person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds this like is a, why this is why we're doing it through the internet, and not in person. I'm scared. Essential terrorist to me. <laughs> That's why the saying was defund the police. So it's like you know, army and everything else is probably lumped in there somewhere. So, well, I got to say, all three of us, Doug, Arona, and myself, we actually watched the meeting as much as we could stand anyway, which was about three presenters after you, because oh. holy crap, is it long and boring. Um, it seems to me, and I, I guess I'm, I got some questions, so I don't know how, how we want to handle this, but are most meetings like an hour and a half or two hours of them just stroking their own ego and like giving themselves... Uh, awards and and delaying uh, people from speaking or is that is that a one-off the uh the the giving themselves a trophy for participation is new um it's something that i really <laughs> wasn't expecting but that's the new thing now because you showed up you get a trophy i don't really get that oh hell yeah I, guys let's go get trophies hell yeah. oh, i could definitely use a trophy I mean, I have four kids. I should get a free trophy automatically. At least a cookie. Yeah, that I don't have to bake myself. Yeah, yeah. there you go. At least a yeah. delicious, tasty cookie. Yeah, so the I meeting started at 7, I think, somewhere around there. And I had it pulled up on the interwebs. I had it on my TV, getting ready to watch it and stereo sound and whatever resolution they broadcast. And I had to, it was an hour and a half in and I was just like, okay, are they going to get to where the public gets to voice their opinion on any of this? I thought, I thought this was the whole point of a public meeting was for the school board to interact with said public, but it was at least an hour and a half of talking about black history month and, uh, all these teachers that were doing their job. Therefore they needed an award. And I, I was just a little confused by it. And so wasn't sure if that was the norm, because if so, I, I don't think I'm ever going to go to one of these. Yeah, I, I actually feel like they were trying to make sure that t like many parents tapped out or something. It's almost like you sent me the list of all the speakers and I just noticed all of a sudden it's like, oh, skipped about three of them. Oh, skipped another one. And it's like, oh, maybe they just tapped out because, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah, they were honoring different people that night. Um, it's usually not quite as long. It's normally about 7.30, 7.40 when speakers begin. Uh, but 
probably next month will be about the same. May will definitely be the same because they will have Maxwell and other people come in and give awards to the students who get to speak after getting the awards. Um, I don't know if you actually got to look at what I sent you, where it shows what they're trying to get parents to vote on, showing a whole bunch of things X'd out on what we are allowed to do for the board meetings, like speaking. Um, it clearly says that they can walk out if they choose to of any meeting for whatever reason they choose to leave. I don't know about y'all, but when I get paid, I'm not allowed to just walk out because I choose to and get to keep the money. Well, that's because you're not being paid by the taxpayer. Oh, yeah. that's the problem. Right. I yeah. should probably that's the, work that's on that. That's the thing. Yeah, get you a government job and you can do damn near anything. It's not a job. Anytime you're working for the government, you're not working. You're It's your duty. That's what they say anyway. You're doing your duty. Yeah, they're the community service. Right. I, yes. I work for you. I never really yeah. heard them say that. And I listen I listen back to the meeting and listen to the hour and a half after we stopped watching to catch whatever we might have missed to see if there was like fireworks or whatever. After the last speaker, they still go on for another hour just talking about how great they are and what they're what they're striving to do. And one thing that was brought up in your speech, Karen, and I have your speech. We can play it back if, if you feel, if, if you want to go back through it. But I have a question. And okay. this was mentioned a lot by other speakers when they got up and when they were in front of the board. And there's a lot of people railing against what they were, they were calling it Learn 2025. What the hell is that? Okay. So if you look it up, you're still going to have questions. Um, it basically says. Like CRT. It's not CRT, but it has equity in it. Um, it is very much a, one of the quotes that bothered me was that they will not discriminate against you, even if you do not have the education or I don't remember the exact wording, but basically you don't, you don't have the ability to be a teacher. Not, I'm sure neither you or anyone else in the room has actually gone to school for that. But they can't discriminate against you if you decide you want to be a teacher, the way that it's worded. So people who aren't able to do that from their education can't be discriminated against and should still be able to do that. Um, I have a lot of questions. Well, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. I'm supposed to get a phone call on... Uh, Tuesday, and they're supposed to talk to me because I have a lot of questions. It's very, the wording is very vague. Vague. It's extremely vague, and there's tons of loopholes. So the way it's described, there's so many loopholes that it would be like me telling you that I have a car, and it may be pink or it might be blue or it might be purple. What color do you want it to be? And the inside, um, do you prefer leather or carpet? I just don't want the be- car to be racist. Yes. Well, <laughs> I don't care if it works, if it drives, if it even takes gas or has seats, just as long as that car is not racist. There you go. There. Well, I, I mean, can be a teacher. Right now, the car is going to cost you about 100 bucks to fill up, but... <laughs> there you go. But, but that is, uh, that's equity gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so, but... So one thing that I heard at the at the tail end of this meeting, um, and I guess if anybody that is local to the Georgia area or is going through something similar 
in a different part of the country with their school board. And if you're curious to see what in the world we're talking about, you can just Google Gwinnett County Public Schools uh, meeting and it'll take you right to it. It's organized by date. But at the end, they were talking about, I think it was the the superintendent was, I think, the one of the last ones to speak. And he was trying to explain what Learn 2025 is. And the way that he sold it was that it's from some national board of education that derived this new style of teaching and this new curriculum that's only going to be tried out. And we're lucky enough to be like one of the <laughs> 116 school districts out of hundreds of thousands of school districts. Um, and that we should be happy about this because we're still not riding a horse and buggy to work and it's okay. And it's good to try new ways of education because up until last year, we've been using the same forms of education as we has for 300 years, which I find that to be fucking ridiculous. And like a bold faced lie. Yeah. I was about to say that's patently false. <laughs> if we were doing education the same way we have been, then people would actually still be fucking learning. Yeah. And have penmanship and shit, but and um, yeah, have mm-hmm. home ec and actually be able to like fulfill a job when they, when they graduate. But his, the, again, going back, he, he stressed this point that Gwinnett County schools, has a graduate graduation rate of 80% that kids that start as a freshman four years later, 80% of that class would, would have graduated, which is dog shit. It's horrible. That's a horrible fucking number. If you're not 95 or higher, you're, you're failing. And especially if you're the, one of the largest populations of students in the state, that makes it even fucking worse. You should have a little bit more padding. Yeah. So that was a stat he threw out and that was a, he wasn't saying that's a good thing, but he was saying that that's the reason why they have to completely try this new way of teaching this learn 2025, because instead of focusing on how to get more kids to graduate, they want to focus educating that 20%. Now they want to bring it down to the lowest common denominator, which isn't going to make the rest of the kids, the rest the majority that are graduating any better. They're just going to have more graduates. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I really like my money. So the fact that this program makes you pay to participate what? is ridiculous to me. Okay. So, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need clarification on this. There's a fee, huh? Okay. So I sent you what he had said, which apparently what I said in my speech got quoted in his little paper. Um, but it basically said that you pay, like, I think it was four. $15,000 to be a participant. Yep. Good Lord. I heard that. Yeah. So I don't know about being special. That'd be like, you can have this house and it's going to cost you this much, but you're special. Cause I'm going to give you the opportunity to have the house. What do you do? Um, isn't part of being a guinea pig that you actually go through it for free in case there's side effects of bullshit. No, no, no. Guinea pigs get paid. Uh, yeah, guinea well, pigs normally get paid don't but I'm worry. just saying the government, the shot. there'll People be a government bu- subsidy to pay for this government <laughs> program yeah there w- it, it's there'll it's, be a write-off and you'll get fifteen hundred dollars back yeah. after spending fourteen thousand exactly so mm-hmm. it's a it's a win-win it's, it sounds like a good the, deal for the government the government will give you a fourteen thousand dollar loan mm-hmm. to pay for this mm-hmm. and uh to pay itself yeah 
and nope. then you know with i don't know 21 percent interest or something like that i don't know i, don't know. I thought they were going to do student debt recovery or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there you go no, that yeah. shit was never an option no yeah that was just uh pipe dream. you know pipe dream yeah, it's like the middle school where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, pizza every day for lunch. It's like, yeah, that's not happening. Now, another thing that the superintendent said was that it was $14,000 for the school district to participate in this program and that they broke it down and that makes it like 88 or eight cents uh, per child or something like that. Oh, I could afford that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. either way, it's a, it's a it's a government official explaining math to me. As far as how much it's going to cost me. So I, I'll just take him at his word. Like, they've never lied. <laughs> no. And I'm, I'm sure that this is going to turn out great. I'll give them 80 cents to teach the 10 dumbest kids on now, my street. Which, uh, you know, was it you, Karen, or was it one of the other speakers that uh, ended up being like, dude, I want to see your balance sheets. because It was, I, a, it was a different speaker, but I did ask for financials. Yeah. Afterwards. Good I luck. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So there They're was a parents pay for those too, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we pay for all this shit. So, all of us. So there was a list of what was it, thirty prospective speakers, or is that just the max? That's what they allow. They allow thirty speakers. Um, the new rules would make fifty percent of those speakers students. Hmm. I you don't know. My kids don't pay taxes. My kids would prefer not to go to school, so I don't know why they should get to go speak above me. And two of my kids couldn't go speak if they wanted to for the three minutes that they're given in yeah. the age that they are. I don't understand why people all of a sudden expect that minors um, have rights greater than adults, especially taxpayers. Mm-hmm. You know, we already don't let certain minors drive. Smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, serve in the military, vote, pay tax. They don't have rights. Yeah. Like adults. So I don't know why they would have a seat at this table where they're acting as a member of the public when they're obviously in the school. Why can't there's got to be something while they're at school where they can voice their fucking opinion? Because equity, Jim, come on. It's the word of the, you know, the millennium. I get it. It just seemed ridiculous to me. But out of the speakers from the mm-hmm. public, I don't know if it was 30 or 10 or 20, but it definitely didn't seem like all of them that signed up spoke. But let's just say there were 10 speakers to make it simple for my little brain. It seemed like at least 80, if not between 80 and 90 percent of the people that spoke were, I guess, on our side of the aisle more so against how things are currently going, not really on board with the current push that the local school board is going with their curriculum and all of this would Karen, my question is, would you assess that the, the current speaker role roll call or whatever, uh, does that best represent kind of what the community feels or is it, or is that a concentrated amount? (laughs) The majority of us don't want what they're giving. Um, The majority of us did not want them to get rid of Will Banks and have to pay a man his full commission and turn around and have to pay another man the same thing. It doesn't make sense. He was going to retire. Like, he had one more year. He would have been gone. We could have got a new person. 
Um, the board got to vote on who we got. The parents didn't. Um, it's kind of being run like it's the house and not a school board. Like you're a small minnow in a, a big pond. You're not the big minnow in a small pond. This is not Washington. This is Georgia. Gotcha. You're a school board member. <laughs> so more parents are voicing their opinions. Um, we get asked things like to vote on the student co code of conduct. Um, I don't know if you know what Gwinnett Stop is, but Gwinnett Stop is ran by a lady who is very much against cops. And on her page, she lets you know that. Well, she is also on the committee, conveniently, that decides what the student code of conduct should be. And what is Gwinnett Stop? Gwinnett Stop is basically like a newsletter type thing on Facebook. Um, she reaches out to the parents. It's supposed to be a nonprofit. She had a few years back where she posted a lot of hateful things about the cops in Gwinnett and how they haven't helped out the community. So I posted a bunch of links showing that they have, in fact, helped out the community. And she cannot take criticism from the other side. I wrote her privately and was like, I don't understand why you deleted what I wrote because it just went against what you were saying, but it proved that they are helping people. There's good and bad in all walks of life. So she did the lovely normal thing of the whole, oh, your name's Karen. Yes, that's my name. I own that. Whoop-dee-doo. Good job. So she's very much against having the police there, but she likes to pretend that she's there for the parents, but only if you're saying what she wants you to say. Of course. Got to get that message out and have it be linear. One thing that I did notice, and even when the students were up there speaking, was apparently, and you got to understand, I'm going to come from a position of ignorance. I'm not in the schools. I don't have family members that are in the schools anymore. Um, but apparently, bullying and fighting are running rampant. Now, the bullying, what one considers bullying, another person considers joking. But the fighting, you can't really, you can't really debate whether or not that dude just got knocked the fuck out by six other students and videotaped it and put it on Instagram. So it seems like that fighting's out of control and that the students that are involved in these fights are not being disciplined, shall I say, equally based on skin color. Is that, did I hear that correctly? I don't know personally how that's affecting. I know from my own experience that if my son got into an argument with someone else, they both got the same exact punishment. Now, one of the times they called me to let me know what happened and my son was in the wrong. And I was like, no, no, no. To hell you say that boy shouldn't get the same punishment my son did. He should get less time because my son fucked up. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they didn't go by that. And they were like, no, ma'am, we have to do it the same. And I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. You shouldn't have to. He deserved what he got. I'm OK with it. But. In my case, no, that hasn't been the case. Um, I do know one of the instances, it was two girls that jumped a young girl in a classroom. I want to say they were middle school in Dekula, and the panic button or the police button in the classroom did not work, but it all got videotaped. And the teacher, if I'm remembering correctly, got punched in the face as well while trying to separate it all. 
Yeah. I, well, they mentioned a handful of fights where teachers were getting knocked out, teachers were getting attacked, students were getting ganged up on. It wasn't just a 1v1 in the hallway. It was like six on one. And that there were a handful of parents that were mentioning specific instances where perpetrators of said violence were black students that were not getting disciplined because there is a noticeable and intentional motive to not over-discipline black youths because of this school-to-prison pipeline, which also coincides with them not wanting resource officers on campus. This was the line that I was drawing just from listening to the parents and what they had to say, Mm -hmm. is that fighting's out of control, black students aren't being uh, punished to the same extent that white students, and they don't even have cops at all the schools anymore. So they're pushing the cops out. They're not disciplined disciplining the black students that are engaged in violence uh yet bullying is at an all-time high and fights are at an all-time high they are definitely having issues with getting kids to stay under control um as far as the the color of skin i couldn't help you because i haven't personally seen any of it i've heard from other parents what is happening i've seen videos of kids getting on top of cop cars and dancing on top of them and acting a fool um they were there were very like three different board members who flat out said that they didn't really want the the police in the school systems. Um, I know of at least two because I saw the quotes from Blair, who is no longer running to be over all of the school systems, um, and I saw the quotes from Therese Johnson. Now, she says that her dad's one, so she would never do that. But there are screenshots where she was saying they need to be out of the school. Mm-hmm. I know that my kids' schools still have their resource officers. I can't speak for every district, but ours still have them there. Yeah. And I remember when, when I went through Gwinnett County Schools 22 years ago uh, and all the way back into the 80s, we didn't always have police presence in the schools. It obviously wasn't needed in the 80s and early 90s. But around Columbine, which I think was in 98, um, we we had uniformed officers that were stationed at our high school even before Columbine. Um, and there weren't any, there was no outcry to get them removed. They were friends with half the student body. They knew, everyone knew Carlos Oliva was officer's name you could go talk to him anytime you wanted yeah and i think we had the same situation karen as well yeah we did we had uh i don't remember the gentleman's name but we had an officer we could go talk to and he was pretty cool with everybody Mm -hmm. um he knew that the the students went up and smoked at the gas station he got on to them when they came back and was like don't be doing that up there you know better you know yeah it was a normal thing just like it's a staple to have them come in and talk to the children so that the kids aren't scared of them and so they get to know the kids i know that when i got called up to the office because we had issues with bomb threats and stuff and they assumed i did it the only reason i didn't get oh my god who do we got on this podcast maybe she is a terrorist (laughs) yeah the only reason they knew i didn't do it was the sro was like uh no I, I got in trouble because they were like, you know, we know who you hang out with and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not dumb enough to be here if I'm going to call in a bomb threat. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm going to stick around just to see, you know, roll the dice. But, see, I had something similar happen when I was in high school. 
Um, and it's just interesting that I can still remember my officer's name, like, cause he was friendly with everybody. And for me to remember that guy's name 20 plus years later, uh, doesn't mean that all cops in schools are just looking to, you know, throw these little punk ass kids in prison. Um, some kids need to go to prison. Uh, yeah. not everybody's a sweet little angel like their mama would have you believe. But I remember there was a, there was a piece of shit in my school that got busted doing something and he didn't want to get in trouble for it. So he just threw my name out there, ran a Hail Mary and said, y'all should go look at this gym kid. I heard he's selling cocaine. Me. <laughs> in high school. And yeah. so my Mr. Youth Ministry himself. Yeah, I was I was in church three times a week back then. Hey, that don't matter. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It did. It did back then. No, it, um, it, it didn't back then. I'm just saying. I, I, I I'm not. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, church the people preachers. are capable of. Yeah, oh but yes. In this instance, Mr. Three times a week in church, wanting slinging yayo at 17. <laughs> uh, it was pretty fucking ridiculous. And so they called my parents. The school resource officer called my parents at work, notified them. I didn't get in trouble. I didn't even know I was walking into this fucking barrage as soon as I got home. But my parents were waiting for me, sat me down. My mom was in tears. And I started laughing. And my stepdad was like, this is no laughing matter. This could ruin your life. I could lose my job. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, and I couldn't help but laugh because of how ridiculous this was. And I was like, who'd you get the phone call from? And they're like, Officer Oliva. I'm like, call him up call him up and so they did and i was just i was like what is this this is ridiculous i was like who told you this and he told me i was like that kid has had it out for me since kindergarten i was like i guarantee you out of all of the disciplinary uh files that the school has compare mine against his and you're free to search whatever you want because this is fucking ridiculous but that kid should get expelled for trying to do life ruination and he did he got expelled he went to the special like super probation like <laughs> rode, the, rode the short bus yeah so his hail mary didn't work but it was because my parents could talk to this resource officer who knew me and was like jim the reason why you're talking to your parents and not to a judge uh is because we obviously knew we knew you um and we didn't take this credible thing but you know your parents needed to know my parents about kicked my ass and you know, maybe that's why I remember his name. <laughs> that could be a possibility. But kids are kids suck. They're going to start shit. They're going to start fights. They're going to do a bunch of crazy shit. And if you don't discipline them, um, half of the point, if you're going to have to go through with this state sanctioned babysitting, um, I want them to be disciplined when they're out there. And mm -hmm. and the difference in bullying <clears throat> I'm going to go back to that. The difference in bullying when we were growing up and now is the fucking internet. I mean, you get bullied now. You get cyber bullied now. You're, it, it's not going to just your school. It's going every, it's every school. It's going, it's going fucking everywhere. Yeah. And the bully and, and, and the bully is on clock uh, 24 seven. Yes. Yeah. And so it's, it, you know, there, it's, it's a lot different now, man. It's a, you can't even really compare, um, the way we grew up, grew up going to school to the way it is now. You sure. can't compare it. No, it's. I mean, <clears throat> that changed with Columbine. You know, now now mm -hmm. you got kids. Yeah, you got you know nine, ten year old kids with find they're finding guns in their backpacks and shit. You know, yeah. well, I mean, that was that was one thing that was brought up at the meeting <laughs> that a kid pulled out a gun. I think at North Gwinnett or maybe Central Gwinnett, somewhere in Gwinnett recently 
or maybe it was fucking Archer. I don't know. But one of the high schools, a kid pulled out a gun. Uh, so that shit's happening here. Nobody ever mm-hmm. pulled out a fucking gun I when know, I was in high school. That, that's yeah. what I'm. Yeah, exactly. And that, and now they got it. So you know they're talking about arming teachers. You know now teachers need guns to protect themselves from their own fucking students. What does that say about America? That's yeah. the that's my question. That's my question it, to everybody. It's a failure of parenting. It's it is. But it's a come- failure of everything. And and you know when you get we get back to the parenting, same shit. The fucking kids are in their phone and mom and dad are buried in their phone too. Yeah. It's it's that's what it is. Dude, a lot of this shit, a lot of it that goes on is fucking technology. Technology is is changing human behavior in ways that nobody even nobody I guarantee you somebody knew it, but a lot of people that are that adopted it had no idea what they had coming in store um, for. Yeah. Uh Uncle Ted knew. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I know a lot of people knew, but but the people that were adopting yeah. it and using it, they didn't know. They're no, stupid. Sure. We're all stupid, just like I say all the time. Yeah. And and they get us they get us get us going, give you a little gadget and off you're off to the races. Yeah. I don't think it helps that the school system wants you to be a stool pigeon and not stand up. I mean, when we went to school, if you saw someone getting bullied, you stepped in and helped out. And that was shut down right then. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. I need your child to go up front and tattle to us about it. And I'm like, no, I need my child to step in. And if that person puts their hands on the smaller kid, I need my child to bust him in the face. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. That would have been par for the course back then. Now, Karen, I do have some curiosities myself. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, something si- somewhat tongue-in-cheek. How many people were uh, arrested at this meeting? This one, none. Sweet. Nobody was arrested this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so sweet. You know, that's actually progress. So good. Now, yeah. with um, at least uh, two of the speakers, um, they were sporting a shirt. Uh, Michael Rudnick for Michael Rudnick. Yes. My curiosity, you know, since, uh, you know, Miss Johnson herself is a fucking train wreck. That's doctor. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, no, since she's so fucking horrible, what do you know of this candidate? What's what do you know? Anything? What are your thoughts? Um, he is a parent. He has actually been very proactive with all of the meetings. Um, he has a child who is in the school system. He is very proactive with his child. He actually does talk to other parents to see what their opinions are. He will be available tomorrow. They're doing um, him and Mr. Canuck, I guess. Um, Steve's uh, going to be there. So, so the candidate that's already in the seat is going to be there along with the rival. Um, they're going to be talking and discussing in front of everybody. And you're going to actually be able to have a full on discussion. I do believe his Facebook page tells you exactly where and what time. So I will be going to that to get to talk more to him. I have actually talked to him in the past. I like him. Um, I really want someone in the seat that isn't going to be a yes, ma'am kind of person, because obviously we have too many people in the seats now that are just going with the flow and saying yes, ma'am to what the other people want. 
Does he wear flowers in his hair? (laughs) No, he doesn't. But, you know, that's something that I'm sure could be discussed with (laughs) anyone taking the seats to not do. Mm -hmm. I don't personally care if you want to wear a flower in your hair, but... I mean, but you're certainly going to make fun of the people that do by m- mocking them. <laughs> well, real quick, well, no, no, if I can't no, call no, no. your name, if <laughs> I can't say your name, the least I can do is show up with your flower. Yeah. Well, real quick, nobody knows what we're talking about. Dr. Therese, the chairperson, not chairwoman, because that's sex- sexualizing. Something. I guess the chair Gender doctor. Anyway, that dumb bitch. <laughs> she wears a big ass fucking flower in her hair. Uh, it's the size of my fist. Yeah, it's a big flower. It's like a. It ain't a carnation. It's like a fucking geranium or whatever the fuck them. A mom. A mom, yes. It's like it's about the size of a mom. It's a giant fucking fake flower in her hair. If the Ukrainian uh, president's balls can be seen from space, uh, her flower can be seen from space. Yeah. And so I noticed that there were a handful of speakers that got up with equally oversized, stupid fucking flowers in their hair. And it seemed like, hmm, they're saying things that would align with what? Chairperson, doctor, whatever uh aligns with and so that was kind of a tell and then you come up to give your speech and i couldn't help but notice this little red flower flower. in your hair uh (laughs) care to care to go into any level of detail about that well we're not allowed to call them out by name and i only really have a problem with one of the people sitting in the seat yeah you said that in your well yeah in your speech (laughs) so since it's ridiculous and I can't call her out by name. I might as well wear a flower. There you so go. it's mm. funny. It's funny to me because you're able to address her if you are sucking her dick. Like you can at the beginning of your of anyone speaking, you can address the board and Dr. Therese and then say flowery things about him. Um, but you can't say her name if you're going to say negative or challenging things about her. That's one thing I noticed. And that seems, well, pretty fucking telling. I like the guy that got up and was talking about. It was against the law for them to do that. Oh, yeah. We have oh, a yeah. right as, to address you as whatever oh. we want. It was, it was pretty funny. And I send, I send uh, Karen a text during that part while she's you know sitting there at the meeting. I'm like, um, seems to me like this guy uh, might be ruffling uh, some feathers. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, they, they fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> there were yeah, a couple people that got up that I was like, there were, there were a couple of people that got up and I was like, they should sit the fuck down. Um, mm-hmm. there was one lady that got up, had nothing prepared. And she was like, I gra- look, I went to school in Gwinnett County and I graduated in 1986. And I look, I was a tomboy and ain't nobody ever going to tell me that like my <laughs> teacher would like not talk to my parents and then start like giving me gene therapy and like make me start taking testosterone. And that's crazy. That should be out of the school. And I'm like, I don't think they're doing that yet. I don't, I don't know if they'd be opposed to it with this learn 2025, whatever, but I don't, I don't think it's that off base but she sounded crazy as shit yeah they allow you to go by whatever pronoun you want to go by in Gwinnett school now um they will allow your child to put whatever nickname they want in their student portal um I did get a phone call for one of my kids where the teacher called me and said a specific name and I was like I don't know who the fuck you're calling and they were like, no, no, so-and-so is your kid, right? And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And they had to give me the actual name of my child. And I was like, yeah, that's my child. I don't know that other shit. Well, that's what they want me to call them when they're at school. Okay, am I at school, sir? 
no, no, Miss Lewis, you're not. Okay, cool. Then don't call me and give me a name that I don't fucking know. Wow. So they're like rebranding children. Like are they, they're, <laughs> they're addressing them by their gender in school. Whatever they want to go by is basically like my child decided to go by a different name. That's what they called her. And I was like, cool. That's not the game I gave her. So when you call me, I suggest you use the name I gave her. Oh my God. This is only going <laughs> to, I, I can see it now. If I was in school, I'd be like, yeah, my, I, I identify as uh, this class fucking blows. You have to, you know, it's like kids don't deserve this amount of freedom. Like, I'm no. sorry. I'm all about liberty and shit. I'll, I'll preach that until I'm fucking dead. But kids don't know shit. And if you give them about all this, fuck. yeah, like, and I'm not even a big proponent. In fact, I'm, I'm anti public or government schools. Uh, I fucking think they suck. I, I, for this exact reason. Because you start getting activists in there and they start doing this bullshit out of equity and, you know, um, equality of opportunity. We, we got to give all of the children the same opportunity and make it equal. It's like, well, that's an antithetical to liberty. So you're automatically off base there. Um, I know it's a nice little catchphrase that a lot of people, even on the right, like to say, like, you know, um, equality of opportunity, but it's horseshit. And it's, it's people that get on these school boards that operate under this mantra that it's like, okay, well, where does opportunity begin? Tell me that. Can we define where opportunity begins? Because you're, you got 18 year olds, you got six year olds. They're already at very, very different places in their life. When does this equality supposed to kick in where Mm -hmm. everybody's supposed to be treated the same? It's like, no, you're there to learn. You're there to be educated, disciplined, and uh, not burn shit down and like kill each other. Yeah. It's not that fucking hard. I think we're overcomplicating thing, and we as in modern day society, overcomplicating the idea of schooling. And when the superintendent was talking about, well, the former model of education has been going on for 300 years. That's why it has to be changed. It's like what what wasn't broke doesn't need to be fixed. Like if the house is working fine, it doesn't mean that, you know, gutting it and remodeling it all of a sudden is necessary. Yeah. Well, and I mean, when did it turn into fuck accountability for children? I mean, that's pretty much what I feel everything's turned into is nobody's responsible for anything anymore. We're living in a participation trophy world and, you know, you don't actually have responsibility for anything. It's just like, oh, no, you get a blue ribbon regardless of the fact whether you're talented or not. Well, and that goes for the teachers as well. Sure. Um, because the teachers are no longer, uh, responsible for their children. They're responsible for getting X number through a standardized test and just having a certain percentage of them pass. And if they exceed that year over year, they get a bonus or a raise or whatever. But once they started doing the standardized testing, they started realizing, oh, there's a certain subsect of students that just also happen to share this, you know, particular trait they're minorities or they're impoverished or they're, you know, whatever. Um, Stupid. Yeah. That, that now that we have this data, now we have to change everything. Like kids didn't used to fail back in the day or get held back or it's like, okay, well, you're just going to be a ditch digger. You, you don't have the acumen of the kids that pass this on their first go around. You, you're going to have a more difficult lot in life because of cards that you were dealt that are outside of yours or anybody else's fucking control. But now it's like, 
now that we've seen that certain kids just do much better, <clears throat> Asians, uh, we've got to completely rearrange how we educate kids because we can't possibly deal with the notion that for over 300 years, for since the beginning of fucking time, not everybody's the same. Mm-hmm. And that's all. That's the only soapbox I had. Eat more well, rice. <laughs> I do have one last thing, uh, Karen. Um, you kind of we kind of glossed over this. But you had previously mentioned that a board member has written an article, and in said article, you were quoted. Um, in what manner were you quoted? Was there any kind of attitude towards what was said and what was actually quoted? It was not the actual board member that wrote it. Um, they were talking to Dr. Watts. I want to say it was Gwinnett Post um, did the paper, and they took some of what I said um, in my actual speech and basically wrote it out of what was said from me and one other speaker that night. A lot of people asked about the 2025. They just took certain sections that I said about it and put it there. Um, They took some of what she said and put it there. And about accountability, the reality is they're not even holding the board members accountable. How do we expect them to hold our children accountable when they themselves will not even let you call them out and hold them accountable for their actions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, you know, Karen, we all thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule. You know, like you said, four children. So uh, really appreciate you coming back on the show, even though we're fucking heathens. Yeah. Even though I just ranted for over half of it. Is there anything that you would like to say in closing uh, that we didn't ask you or we haven't given you the opportunity to say about the current state of our local schools? Um, I would definitely look into 2025 if you haven't looked into it and you're a parent, for sure, because it doesn't make any sense. Um, I would for sure research before you vote because we have two different districts that are up district four and district two make sure that you're not backing people just because someone else says to blair is backing people remember blair put tracy johnson in the chair just mm-hmm. you know yeah and that election's sure. coming up in may um i they did say that so yes may 24th i believe is when you get to go and vote so for any prospective voters that are listening to this that are in the area, go look at the candidates and make sure that they aren't the ones that are doing the things that you don't want happening in your own school. You got to you got to you got to take some responsibility as a parent uh, and as a voter if you're going to vote and have skin in the game. So, Karen, I appreciate you coming on. I hope to have you on again. Um, good luck in any future ventures. If you're going to have to <laughs> if you're going to get up and speak in front of these crazy people. But uh, take care till next time. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right.